Welcome to the Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Friction is not designed to stop you from moving, it's designed to control your movement. If you would be honest, if you didn't have the friction, you'd be out of control. Some of you are out of control right now. It, it, is, it is friction that causes you to focus. It's friction that, that zeroes you in on what you're dealing with. Because if there was no friction, you would be cruising. And when you cruise, you just drift. When you cruise, you go off, off the route that you should be on. So you need that friction. And watch this. Friction is your greatest friend whenever you are changing directions. So whenever, whenever, stop Denzel, whenever, whenever you are about to go to another place, it is friction, beloved. It is friction that keeps you, we say it in engineering, it keeps you in the curve. Friction keeps you in the curve. Friction and super elevation, that's when you bank it up on the side, that keeps you in the curve because without the friction, glory to God, you can go out the curve and end up off the road. But the friction keeps you in and locked in. And I'm talking to some people that are about to change direction. Some people that are about to shift and go to another place. So please, whatever you do, stop crying about the friction. Celebrate God for the friction because it is, come on Denzel, it is the friction that is keeping Keeping you in line for where God is taking you. Ooh, glory to God. Friction has been, it's been designed by God. Save your voice, boy. Been designed, designed by God to keep you in the curve. Now, the thing about it is, is that when you're on a road with not much turns and much, not much change in directions, then you can kind of be okay. But if there's any sudden movement without friction, you're in trouble. <laughs> God, if I had time, I'd, I'd work friction to pieces. Because what we, we found out, Brent, is that friction is a function of weight. The friction that you come against is proportionate to the weight that you carry. Say it one more time. Friction is a function of weight. So, <laughs> although, stand up, Werner. Although me and Werner stand up on the same carpet. And uh, let's say we, my shoes are cheaper than his. We get on the same kind of shoes. There is more friction acting against me than there's friction acting against him. Although we're on the same ground, same carpet, same environment, same gravity, same everything else, but the one thing that changes the friction between him and I is the fact that I carry more weight. So then, thank you, bro. So then, here's the problem. The problem is you come to church and celebrate 
the anointing, the assignment, the blessing, the grace, the favor on your life. But when the friction that is commensurate with the blessing, the favor, the anointing on your life acts against you, then you start crying and complaining. You got to pick one. If you want less friction, you got to lighten up. And I am not prepared to lighten up, boo, so I got to go through this friction. I will not, oh man, what God has called for me to carry, I'm not going to lighten up. I'm not backing up on what God has called me to do. And so I just got to make up my mind, bro, this is going to be a rough ride. I would say all the big people say, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those of y'all who are 170 and down, y'all can't appreciate this word. The glory to God. But there's some of us who 220 and up. Listen to me. We know how friction feels. Yeah. We know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We know how it feels. 220. When you get on the treadmill, friction is different. Friction is different. The treadmill going at 3.2, but it feels different when you're at 320 pounds. It's it going the same way, but you're working a whole. Lord, harder, glory to God because of the weight that you carry. <sighs> you are too heavy to be complaining about friction. You are too heavy to be complaining about friction. Hey, I've been built for this. I've been built for the friction that I'm seeing. I've been designed for this. It is necessary for the assignment on my life. So I cannot have an easy road. So what, what, I'm, what I'm understanding, along with this whole idea of the weight that you carry, you know, I, I am, I'm realizing that there is no such thing as a flesh fight. Every fight in your life is a faith fight. It's only one fight. It's a faith fight. That's why your Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. Every situation that you encounter in this life, it is a question of faith. We talked about how Baal can represent, Baal, can rep Baal is whatever tries to run, tries to own, tries to be Lord in your life. And we said that Baal can be um, possession, people, ambition. What's the next one? Emotions, thank you so much. It could be any one of those four. Um, now, the fight with those four is not a fight of the flesh. It is a faith fight. Whenever you find yourself battling with one of those things, you're battling there because that thing meets a need. That thing meets a need. Now, the challenge is, I know the need that that thing will meet. Can I trust God to meet that same need? 
And the reality is that for many of us, the answer to that question, can I trust God, is no. You have these things, vices, people, emotions. You have those, and they meet a need. Even your fear meets a need. Whatever your emotion is, is, is fulfilling a need in your life. Now, for me to release that, it says that I have to trust God, that God can do for me whatever that thing was doing for me. And herein lies my challenge, is that I don't have the kind of faith that says God can fulfill this need. Now, usually, Philippians 4 and 19, we use it with regard to things. God says, son, it's not just things. That's why I said, I shall supply all your need, not all your things. Get it for me, please, daughter. Philippians 4, 19, he says, but my God shall supply all your what? Need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God says, I supply all your needs. Now, here is the question. Can we trust God to fulfill that apparent need in our life. Uh, that was all, that seemed very abstract. Let's get in your lap now. Can you trust God when you need someone to hold you? Okay, all right. Don't look around, but how many of you, by shaking your head, know what it feels like to need to be held? Some of you want to lift your hands like, you know what, Pastor, forget it. I know what it feels like. <laughs> and don't mind these people who try to play deep. When you get in the place where you feel as though you need to be held, that is as real as a need as thirst. That need is as real as hunger. Whenever you get to that place where you just, you just, you just, and some would say, you only want someone to hold you. No, I don't want someone to hold me. I need, preach Denzel, Denzel. I, I need someone to hold me. Not someone to violate me. Not someone to pull from me. But someone to hold me. This is a perfect example here because our mind tells us, well, you know, God, God ain't in that business. Your mind tells you that's why God created people. So God can't fulfill that need, people fulfill that need, and so you need a person to hold you. And this is how we have the option of God or person I'm using persons now. And the truth of the matter is, we end up going to persons even though we know that person is not just going to hold us. That person's intent is not that pure. But you need it so bad that you're willing to run the risk to fulfill the need. He says this, at the end of the day, the faith question is whether I believe God to supply my need, whatever that need is. Now, the truth of the matter is uh, our need is defined by what we give to first, more, and best. What do you give to first? What do you give yourself to first? And what do you give more of yourself to? 
And what do you give the best of yourself to? So for those who are still trying to figure out what I'm talking about, uh, what do you give to first? And then, what if you have, <laughs> if I had a million dollars and I had to give everybody in this room a portion of that million dollars, and I had to give everybody, everybody had to get a portion. Hezekiah gave me a million dollars. Hezekiah said, Pastor, I want you to make sure before you leave here today, give everybody something out that million. If that's the only instruction that Hez gives me, and he gives me a million dollars, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to break off 50,000. Put it on the side. I can take 950,000 and give to her. I give her $950,000, Robin, hold that. And I doing that first. Then I can take the balance of the 50. And I can peel off. I give her a little hundred here, a little hundred here, a little hundred. I can see what I get left. Robin, take 10 more. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can come around again and do a little hundred here, and that's how that can work. Because I was only told to make sure everybody get. But based on what fulfills my need, it's going to determine what I give to first, what I give more of, and what I give my best to. Now, if you use the principle of first, more, and best, where is God in your life? When it comes to first, more, and best, where is God? Okay, number one, we didn't know that. He don't get you first. So then, does he get you more? So let's say we don't give it to him first. At least do we give him more then when we do give to him? So he doesn't get our more. All right. Okay. So you gave that thing first. You gave that more. Well, do you at least give God the best of you? If I had time, I was going to tie this into relationships. Because there are husbands and wives that don't give their their wife the first. They don't give their wife more. Neither do they give their wife the best. And there are some wives. Don't mind. There are some wives. Debbie <laughs> right. be like, who are you talking to? <laughs> she doing the guys on do Mike. <laughs> there are some wives that don't give their husbands first? That don't give their husbands more? And 
But you're tired. You know what that means? That means you don't give them best. Someone say none. What is this? It's time for me to go. <laughs> time for me to go. Y'all hear that say they don't get none. <laughs> and all the behemoths know they're talking about these are lost, but y'all know just what I mean. <laughs> See, you might ain't get none. Uh, <laughs> that knocked me off just now. I didn't know where I was trying to go. <laughs> yeah. So the question of faith says, is this making sense today? Does this make sense? The question of faith says, ah, do I trust God to give him first? Do I trust God to give him more? Do I trust God to give him best? In order to get the, the perpetual reign, we got to deal with the friction that's in our life, but still make the call to choose God over whatever that thing is that's competing against God in your life. Very easily, our text could have been Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. But we have, we have to do this analysis and listen, this is not a word that you shout for and you leave here and say, I got it. No, this is no I got it word. You got to process this. This, this demands uh, um, some degree of cognitive reasoning. You're going to have to go through this in your mind and really look at how are my priorities? How are things looking? If I want this rain, do I really value God to the point, watch this, that I will give to him before I pay my light bill? You didn't see that coming. Because pastor, all you want is my money. I don't want your money, boo. I could. God takes care of me. I'm straight. Uh, I mean, if you want to bless me, go ahead. But <laughs> that, that, no, what, are you to the point? The other day, I drove past this guy because I was late. I was late to the gym. Didn't have no appointment. I was late to the gym. And the Spirit of the Lord said, stop and pray for him. Stop and pray for him. But I was late to the gym. Because there's a particular elliptical that I like to get to. And there's one woman who's trying to get there before me. And she's beyond it long. So I'm rushing, trying to beat this woman to the elliptical. And the Spirit of the Lord saying, Pray for that guy. And so I'm driving to the gym. Father, bless him. Touch him, Lord. Be a strength and shield for him. Of course, you know how conviction goes. And guess where this happened? On Shirley Street. So I got to go wrong. I gotta go around, go around the cut, and come back around to go talk to this boy and to go pray with this boy. But God, is, God says to me in that moment, where do you rank me, Denzel? 
Where am I on your list of priorities? So this isn't just money. Please don't get this wrong. When God is first, he is first. When he is first, he is first. Now the truth of the matter, money truly exposes where our heart is because the Bible says where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So money is a good test to see where people's heart is. But money isn't the end all be all. I, I tried to skim over this word because there's so many, so much more I wanted to get into, but the time wouldn't allow me to dive in. Um, can y'all come back next week so we can take a deeper dive into this? Please, man, please. Come back on next week. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. Our Sunday morning worship service begins at 9.30 a.m. and our Tuesday night Bible study begins at 6 p.m. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.